but I want to start out by thanking the poll workers. Uh, it's been a very extensive process over the last couple of weeks. It's been a lot of long hours, and we're going to hit the most challenging part of the election process tomorrow. So let me, let me just uh, mention that things have gone relatively smoothly. We've had some delays. Uh, we had some lines at Penny yesterday. We had some lines at Hawthorne on Friday. These are generally the result of getting an extraordinary large number of registrations. Uh, at least that was the situation Friday, not, not necessarily yesterday. Uh, and you know, new registrations take, take a while. We're trying as best we can to move folks around and Mary Beth will explain uh, how we'll be doing that tomorrow because we're going to have a whole cadre of poll workers who can move uh, from, from poll station to poll station. They won't necessarily be assigned to anyone until we, we see we've got challenges. So I want to start out first just addressing uh, the question of registration tomorrow. People, we want them to come and register to vote. Registering to vote means bringing your valid ID and proof of address. From that point, we'll, we'll move forward. Uh, we expect in those wards, those polling places where we have a large number of registrations, that the lines might get slowed down. But again, that's why we've got the cadre of poll workers who can move around. We're particularly concerned about the campus area campus, we're going to have a lot of new voters, a lot of registrations, and we encourage people to vote as early as possible. Uh, if, if anyone, regardless of where you, you live, uh, if you can vote, particularly if you have to register before 4 o'clock, uh, that would really be helpful. Generally, we see a doubling of the, uh, of the uh, number of voters from 4 o'clock until 8 so we've got that long period of time from when the polls open in the morning till 4 o'clock, where except for a bulge uh, in the morning from, say, 7 until 9, uh, things go pretty smoothly, and, and there's lots of time. So again, uh, if you're not registered, please come register at the polls and do it as early as you can. But of course, you'll be welcome to vote up until 7.59, and anybody who's in line at 8 o'clock will obviously have their vote cast and counted. Now, one of the things we're attempting to do here is set a new record in terms of a midterm election. Previously, uh, the best we've done in a midterm is about 70%. Uh, the best we've done at a presidential election is 81%. And we're pretty sure we're going to cross 70%, but we'd like to at least hit 75% of all registered voters. Now, up until now, we've got about 157,000 registered voters. Uh, of those, already 29% have filed absentee ballots, which means we've got a, uh, a turnout right now of about 37,000 350 voters. And so 
with 29% of our voters already coming in, we need to get another 72, 73,000 people Tuesday to the ballot box. So this is an opportunity. You know, there's so many Madisonians out there that they wanted to be the one carrying the ball across the goal line. They're the ones who wanted to cross uh, the race first. They're the ones who wanted to sink that bucket with, with one second left. This is a chance to participate and to be in the game and set a record. Again, we're shooting for 75%. Uh, we don't want to be satisfied with the easy new record at a little over 71%. The uh, orchestration of this uh, election, which has so many moving parts with all the different locations, the different rules as they're changed by the legislature and the courts, and bringing out all those volunteers is, is, is run by, uh, by Mary Beth. She's gotten enough awards in the past and recognition for the great job that the, clerk job, the clerk's office has done that we don't have to go into those details, except to say that this perhaps, despite the fact that it's a midterm election, might be our most challenging yet. And that's because we've been in such a long, continuous process with, with absentee ballots and the complications uh, related to that. So at this point, I'd like to turn it over to Mary Beth. She can tell you uh, what goes into uh, getting those polls open tomorrow morning and how many poll workers we're going to have and uh, how we're going to have uh, backups, floaters, uh, available uh, if we should run into long lines at any one of the polling stations. Thank you. Tomorrow we have about 2,800 people scheduled to work at the polls, and we have a team we call the Rapid Response Team that's available to travel throughout the city as needed. So our chief inspectors at the polls know that if the wait to get through line takes more than 15 minutes or to call us, and ask the clerk's office to send help from the rapid response team, and then additional help will arrive to get the line to move faster. On campus, we have 100 people already scheduled to be a campus rapid response team, and as lines grow for people to register to vote at the polls on election day, additional help is available right on campus to register people. Even as they wait in line, they can fill out their <coughs> registration forms on clipboards, and we can register dozens of people at a time. Uh, Porchlight is usually the location that has the most Election Day registrations, well over a 1,000 registrations on Election Day, most of those in the afternoon. But more than 20 students will be able to register at a time at that location. Any questions? How many people worked on the 2016 presidential election? That was about 2,600. We have even more people scheduled to work this election than we did in 2016. So we're treating this election as if it were a presidential election in terms of staffing. And this was the first year that you could vote at all the libraries, right? 2016, you could vote absentee at all the libraries. That was the first year it was available. Um, 
Do you think that all the absentee voting will affect voter turnout on election day? There probably are some people who would have voted on election day if they hadn't voted absentee. And then there are others who voted absentee and wouldn't have been able to vote on election day. So I don't think we can look at the number of absentees and view that in one single way. There are a lot of reasons people voted absentee and we hear stories about people who would not have been able to vote if it hadn't been available at the libraries. Let me just mention that uh, if it hadn't been for the absentee voting, we might have as many as 90 to 100,000 people voting at the ballot box tomorrow. But with the significant number of absentees, uh, even with records, we'll probably be around 75,000. So I would say that the message is this. If you're unsure about voting tomorrow, the lines are going to be a lot shorter than they would have been in a comparable, comparable election four years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, because so many of your fellow citizens cast early ballots this time. And so rush on down to the polls. So when this absentee line, this is that's in person and the people that mail them in, is that just? Right, that's the total number of absentees, including those cast in person. So are we, um, I mean, just generally, are we seeing more people do the in-person rather than mailing in, or is, are those things changing? We, I don't think are replacing all of our mail-in absentee ballots with in-person ballots. There are a lot of voters who are out of state, and I've even seen a lot of voters who have us mailing their ballots to their address in Madison. Uh, we had a lot of early requests for absentee ballots to be mailed this year, which we started doing more than 47 days before this election. Absentee voting by mail and in the clerk's office started 47 days before the election, and it's been very busy right from that date 47 days ago. But it's not, it's not like all the people who are mailing them are coming in. These are no. Just one more time to remind people if they need to register tomorrow at the polls, what is it that they need to bring? They need to bring a document to prove their address, which could be electronic on their cell phone or laptop or tablet. And the most common thing we see is a Wisconsin driver license showing the current address or a utility bill. Madison water utility bills, I'd say, are the most popular at the polling place on election day. Uh, residential lease or a bank statement, credit union statement, credit card statement, they all work. Any government document works, which is probably the broadest category. And that includes any UW documents, any METC documents, and even public school documents. So a license on its own, if it has your current address, is enough? That's right. And if your license says not valid for federal purposes, that does not refer to elections. That has to do with the Federal Real ID Act, which is not at all associated with voter ID. Does the clerk's office study the, the demographics of these early voters and absentee voters? I guess I'm just kind of curious if you know how many are first-time voters. Um, There's no easy way yeah. to break down that information. And as far as demographics go, when you register to vote, we only collect your date of birth. We're not collecting any other demographic information on you. Let me just mention, going back to what Mary Beth said about uh, electronic ID, 
So many people have signed up for getting online billing for utility bills, things of that sort, and they may not have a hard copy. So they can either print out a hard copy uh, and bring it in or bring your cell phone with that electronic bill accessed and, and that will work showing your name and ID and, and, and your name and your address. And then as far as your ID, when you're proving your identity at the polls, the address on your ID does not matter at all. Even if it's an address that's in another part of the state, if you're showing a Wisconsin ID as your voter ID, the officials aren't looking at the address on the ID, they are just looking at whether it's an acceptable type of ID, whether it expired after the last November election, and whether the picture pretty much looks like you, and whether the name pretty much conforms to the name on the poll book. If you registered to vote as Bob and your ID says Robert, we'll know that's the same person. Has it been harder to find poll workers just because you need so much more of them? In Madison, people are so committed to helping make sure their neighbors are able to vote that all it took was telling the mayor that we needed more poll workers. He put out a blog asking for poll workers and within about two days, we had filled hundreds of shifts. We're fully staffed. So I, so I saw something like that on Facebook. So people heeded that when they saw that. We still needed a couple hundred poll workers quickly. Yes, as soon as the mayor's blog said poll workers are needed, we filled those slots almost immediately. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the tough part on it is the scheduling and not knowing what part of the city may end up, for example, with a lot of uh, new voters and new voter registrations as we incurred Friday at, at Hawthorne. You, know, you, you schedule and you dis distribute the poll workers uh, for early voting around, what, 15 sites. Mm -hmm. And 99% you know, of the time, with all the days and all the locations, you get it right. And then maybe you get just a new core group of people who haven't voted before. And that kind of uh, tilts things. But on Friday, then you sent more people out right. to uh, to Hawthorne. So. so is this rapid response to this? Is this a new idea? Or? I can't remember the year we started it. It was either 2014 or 2016 that we started forming a rapid response team. The team has gotten larger uh, the past couple of years. And its purpose is to fill last minute vacancies and to have people available as extra help is needed on election day. And keep in mind over the last decade because of all of the changes by the state legislature in regards to identification, in regards to all the uh, uh, requirements on, on voting, what's happened is we have to continually educate, continually remind people the rules may not be the same as what they were two years ago. And, and so it's, it's important to have more people because of that. It's, it's more complicated for the voters and for... So the city has to devote more resources to making to, to make it easier to vote or I mean, a lot more resources it used to be that for a small election we'd have five election officials at a polling place now nine election officials is barely enough for a small election on Tuesday we will have some polling places where the total number of people scheduled to work between two shifts is going to be 40 or more individuals at one polling location and that doesn't count the rapid response group that right. may show up 
if uh, things uh, get get uh, complicated. Yeah, and is the whole goal just not to have long lines and for people to be deterred from voting because of that? Right. Our goal is that within 15 minutes, everybody should be able to get through the line. I think the mayor has even said it should be five minutes or less. Uh, but at 15 minutes, the poll workers are supposed to be splitting their poll list further and calling the clerk's office for additional help. And don't forget, it's not just a question of the length of the line. It's also uh, if there should be questions for a first-time voter about the ballot, uh, reminding people that uh, there's multiple columns. I can't recall in this election if we've got a second side to the ballot. I don't think we do. If you're in the Middleton School District. If you're in the Middleton School District, there's a second side. So let's let's tell that to the folks in the Middleton School District. Mm -hmm. All right. I just want to thank you guys for the last couple of weeks. Uh, as I've said before, Madison leads the country in recycling. We lead the country in terms of participation in the census, and we'd certainly like to lead the country in regards to voter participation and getting this information out is what's so critical uh, in, in, in regards to setting the kind of turnout that makes our democracy work. Okay? Thank you all. Thank you.